0: It is the year 10,191. In this time, the most precious substance in the world is the spice melange. The spice only exists on one planet in the entire universe. Hidden away in the rocks of this planet are a people called the Fremen, who have long held a prophecy that a man, a messiah, would lead them all to freedom.
1: A worm in my sandbox.
0: It's just gummy. <laughs> and that's not him. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, meta human destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team. Can make sense of it
1: all when your world is overrun with rampant pop culture
0: call Luminary guardians of geek oh yeah <laughs> oh, woo. we are back larry is that you I don't know. I don't know who I am
1: anymore. It's been so long. I don't know. I don't know. Things have just gone all way off the rails
0: for Loop and Larry. I remember specifically in the last podcast we did. Oh, by the way, this is Loop and Larry guardians of geek in case you're just yep. joining us and didn't watch the opener. Um, and who, are you, and who are you? I am loop. And I'm Larry. There you go. Hey. <laughs> um, After and during the last podcast, we said, "Oh, we're gonna, we're definitely gonna do this on a regular basis." I don't know what happened between that then and now, but for some reason, we took a month off or two. You know how life gets in
1: the way. There, it got
0: in the way. Yeah, a little (laughs) hiatus we took. We're back. We are back. you know, hopefully, we'll be doing more like steady podcasting here. It just it got kind of weird there in the summer. I don't know. Just got really busy all of a sudden, and things were happening. All of a sudden, it was like. September and everybody's going back to school like our kids and things and then yeah,
1: and now and then all the geek stuff went out the window and
0: now we're like no we need to geek out we need to keep geeking. <laughs> October just <laughs> flew by too I don't know I was like I was overly consumed during October so we had a, we had a lot going on in October so it was kind of a crazy month. So um so we're doing a little bit of a format change. It is our fourth season. Yep. Of Loop and Larry. Um, as you can see, we have a brand new uh Indiana Jones inspired logo behind us. There you go. Yep. All right. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah, we wouldn't every season know? we do we do a little bit different logo. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've got through what we've got through Star Wars, we've got through uh stranger things um and then
0: some random then we had we had like our own logo that we usually our our standard logo for season one so yeah which we got Um, bored of real quick (laughs) yeah so then we decided to do these more fun ones so yeah so this is our our new season um the format changes is pretty much the same we still got the pop capacitor which we normally have but instead of doing the pop five we're just we're just going to kind of expand on what we were didn't earlier which was just talk about things that we're geeking out about for the first bit so we will jump through five or six different topics could be one could be seven does it just depends on what we're going to talk about this week i found the problem with the pop five which as much as i loved it if we were doing like weekly podcasts it would be perfect but we're because we're not it's it's harder to to have that material there and have it like still current when when we do the podcast so yeah
1: um, (laughs) by the time everybody listens to things it was uh, like common knowledge, all of this pop. Yeah, trust me, if you're going to get
0: your news, you're not going to get it from us.
1: No. <laughs> no. You're going to get more ridiculous stuff from us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, you know, the timeless like- ridiculousness of Loop and Larry.
0: <laughs> so, um, I, like I said, October, crazy month, lots going on in October. Yeah. Um, one of the things that uh, we did was Fan Expo came back, which is the Canadian Comic Con, the biggest one in, in Canada um uh, in Toronto and uh, so they did a they tell us a little bit about Larry what like what they did this year which was different
1: well so ordinarily they expect uh, around 110 115,000 people over the four-day weekend so obviously the the numbers were too big they couldn't do that so they had to cut the numbers down so this year they they claim that they limited it to 125,000 people or sorry uh, 25,000
0: 25,000
1: okay. people. Um, they also cut one of the days. So it was only a three-day weekend. Um, but in, in doing that, they also had to keep some social distancing. So uh, the, it's usually held in the Toronto Convention Centre. And there are two buildings that are filled to capacity with geek stuff, and the North Building and the South Building. Um, this year, they limited all of the uh, vendors to the South Building. And then not only that, they cut the South Building in half, they yep. extended this, this wall and cut it in half. So it was usually they'll have, I would say probably close to two, 250, if not more vendors, maybe 300. I don't know. Lots this yeah. year. Yeah. I, I think it topped out at like 90 or 95. Um, so it was way, way smaller, but uh, so, so there was that. So then the North building was just the celebrity uh, autographs and panels. So there were no vendors in the North building. So, it was, it was entirely different. Like it didn't look the same. It felt more like just like a, like a flea market. I heard somebody actually say this kind of feels like a flea market. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally.
0: Part of the problem I had was that they, they reduced the number of people, yeah. but they also reduced the size of the, the space. So it yes. felt like there was as many people just in a smaller space. That's so exactly, I thought yeah. that was a little odd. Um, I think they did a good, job i'll say good but decent job for what they had um, yeah. i felt like there's a lot of promises that weren't really fulfilled in it because people that had four-day passes that bought them two years ago i felt like you just didn't get as much as you you did normally like i think i feel like you used to get a t-shirt and all sorts of things yes. and i mean i understand it's a pandemic and it's tougher to to do it and i also understand here in canada like the in ontario sp- specifically the laws kept changing. So they probably at one point didn't even know if they were going to be doing it. And then all of a sudden, okay, now we can do it. Okay. Now we have enough capacity. Like there was a whole bunch of these factors that kept changing. So I understand why some things just didn't work the, probably the way they wanted them to, but the guest list was the thing that I think like everyone was upset about because there were a lot of cancellations, like way more than I thought there was going to be.
1: Even up to like the day before. Uh, there were guests canceling or two days before the event, there were still guests saying, Oh, I'm really sorry. I can't be there now. Yeah. It was just it, like, we went thinking there's not going to be anybody there.
0: And it was like in large groups two said, Oh yes. Uh, these just to regret to inform me, these four guests can't make it. And I'm like, are you sure yeah. you didn't know about this like way earlier? Cause yeah. you don't just announce four guests on the same day that, that can't make it. Like there was things like that. Like it kind of insults your intelligence a little bit. Like yeah. I don't know all well, the it- inner workings of fan expo, but I thought some of it was just a little bit like it just was not handled well.
1: No. And the other the other telling thing was that they didn't post the floor plan uh, where they usually show where the vendors are and how many vendors there are. They didn't post that until like two days before Fan Expo started, because I feel like if people had seen that way in advance, they would have been like, there's barely any vendors there's nobody here i'm not gonna i'm gonna cancel my ticket so i think that they like held off on a lot of information just to make sure people didn't cancel but i also agree that like because we we had bought tickets we've had our tickets since 2019 um, (laughs) yes we bought them in 2019 for 2020 and 2020 was canceled so they just kept rolling them over so we paid full price in 2019 for a full show in 2020, but we got literally half the show, but paid the same price. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, like two to floor space was too packed for what it was. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's just a lot of like problems I felt with it that enough that I was like, yeah, I don't know. I, they did the best they could, but there was just a lot of skimming and, and like things promised. that just didn't happen.
1: Yeah. I, like I almost they, would rather that have that they, that they waited one more year Yeah, and said, we're going to wait until this thing can be done. Right hang on to your tickets. Uh, Next year, it's going to be back to full scale. And, you know, I kind of wish they had done that. Now, like, there were a couple of things that I did think were kind of cool. Um, Like I said, the North building was just uh, autographs and panels. So ordinarily, for they do the same thing in, like, San Diego. When you have a panel, it's in, like, a a breakaway room someplace uh, or a big theater or whatever. And usually, you have to wait in line for, like, three hours in this lineup just to hopefully get a seat in the theater or someplace. So they, they took all the panels this year and put them in the wide open North building, like the main floor. So that, but they didn't put any seats. You, You could stand or you could sit on the floor, but that meant that there was no waiting. So like, William Shatner was was their kind of headliner. Ordinarily, he would have had a massive line, and people would have been waiting for hours to get in to hear, especially because he just came back from space and all of that. Um, He went to space? What? (laughs) Yeah, with Spock. What? (laughs) Oh yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, But and so I personally, I I wouldn't have waited in line to see him. Like it it wouldn't have been a thing. But because it was wide open there were no lines it was in a like literally the biggest open space you can imagine you could just walk up and just like sit down beside the stage and listen so i, I ended up going to a few more panels than i think i would have because they were um, just
0: right there They were just right
1: there like and yeah. at one point i was waiting in line for an autograph for somebody which and the autograph line was right beside the stages where people were talking so i was standing in line For an autograph listening to the panel so i was like you know what that was kind of cool because you know i didn't really want to sit on the floor but at least i got to see some people talk that i wouldn't have ordinarily seen so i mean i I
0: found the one thing that kind of bugged me was i know they had like the photo op area um and they had the so they had like plexiglass i never saw any photos from it so i don't know what they look like but apparently they had a piece of plexiglass so you would be on the other side so you could be maskless with the celebrity but you can't like touch them or whatever which is i mean that's okay i, I feel like sometimes fan expo gets lazy with their guest list because the fright mirror in the falls in the comic-con in niagara falls was the next weekend and they yeah. had a way better guest list Really and, good. and life, they're, yeah. they're supposed to be the lesser of the cons yeah. but their guest list was way better and, like, and they, they as think far as the I... box on their guests yeah and as far as i know nobody canceled that one like I didn't no. get
1: any notifications that guests, any guests canceled the next weekend. So I don't know why guests kept canceling. I feel like there was some issue with management or something. Yeah. Because, something was not right. Yeah. Cause the very next weekend, everybody was there. Like nobody yeah. canceled. So, like, so- I'll sure.
0: give it, I'll give them credit for trying it out. I mean, yeah. I think it was a bit of a fail generally. Yeah. Um, it was nice just, just to be back in that atmosphere again. I'll give yes. them that. And I, I think, I mean, I don't know the inner workings again behind the scenes and there's probably a lot of red tape and a lot of things that they were hoping to do, but then suddenly couldn't. And like, I don't know all that. I just know from a, a perspective of me having gone there for like, I don't know how many years we've gone now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Around seven, like it, the, my expectations were a little bit higher for that show. Um, yeah. I just felt it was like a little bit, uh, cheapened i felt like they cheapened even i got i bought a lanyard for my because they don't give you like you can get free lanyards like skinny ones but they have like the regular fan expo lanyards it wasn't until about 10 minutes later that i realized it said edmonton on it yes
1: (laughs) they told us that because we got one too and they're like they said to us um unfortunately you're gonna have to wear this one that says edmonton expo because our uh fan expo canada ones were lost in shipping and we didn't get them i mean i mean that
0: can can happen i just i know but fan expo canada is like the biggest of the fan expos why i know. They have found those first that, that was just one. that was the first like step like uh, you know what i mean where i'm like okay yeah. something's not right here this is, doesn't feel right at all yeah. I, um you know the one
1: the one other thing that that i really missed
0: this year and it's a stupid thing they didn't have pizza pizza and the every oh, year they did? they i didn't go I, I didn't go in the uh the actual like food court at all
1: yeah they didn't have any they didn't have pizza pizza and pizza the smell of pizza pizza to me plus the carpet and the geeks and whatever smells like fan expo like yeah, anytime yeah. i go to pizza pizza i'm like that smells like fan expo so i had something i look forward to because it's like oh i'm back it was, and they didn't have pizza pizza so it didn't
0: smell anything like fan expo (laughs) yeah there were a few vendors that were definitely missed like i love that big the t-shirt like the styling t-shirt thing like it wasn't there There there's just a few things that just weren't there that it just it just took me out of the whole situation who knows that's just us complaining we haven't yeah. talked to each other about it, so we had to do it all right now. I know. This is it. This is the first time we've vented
1: since this whole thing happened. This is like watching
0: your parents fight. the two of <laughs> Except your parents
1: are on the same side. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so uh, one other thing I wanted to mention about our Fan Expo weekend. So I went with my son uh, this year, and the one thing that we did that made it feel a bit more Fan Expo-y to us is uh, in Toronto right now uh, at the Yorkdale Mall, they've got – um, an exhibit called marvel station um and it's it's touring around i think it's in the states and, and a, a few other places um i don't want to give too much away because you may end up going there but if you get a chance to to visit marvel station uh it's and you're a marvel fan it is one of the coolest things you'll experience because it's all like props and set and um, costumes like screen used props and costumes. that's cool from the yeah and, but and it's totally immersive like they have the avengers music playing and then um all these um touch screens and like stuff ha- it, it's really like we were there for about two hours or so yeah oh, wow. uh, yeah and it's it's fantastic like it's uh, like I, I can't even talk enough about how cool this thing was if we didn't do that i think our fan expo weekend would have been a bit of a bust but, but this <laughs> felt a little bit like a fan expo thing so um, but anyway, yeah. So check it out, uh, Marvel Station. Uh, I, I think um, in Canada it's Marvel Station Canada. Uh, yeah. But uh, check it out, and and you'll see some images and things. And man, it's it's really worth it's worth doing if you're a Marvel fan for sure.
0: When I went with my kids to Toronto earlier, that was on at the same time, but I didn't know what it was, and I was like, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go away out to Yorkdale Mall and find out it was a bus because I I did a few things in Toronto that were a bit of a bust when we went, And yeah. uh, So I was already like, I don't want to go out like in do another thing that's going to waste my time. So I didn't know, but I wish I would have gone. Um, You did a, there, uh, like, a, you did a, like an amazing video too, Larry. Oh, yeah. does great videos. Um, You should post it on our Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll share it to the Loop and Larry. Uh, Facebook it's it's page. really good. It's like, it, it yeah. really captures it. Now I'm like, oh, why didn't I go? I didn't just take a <laughs> chance on this thing. Well, so. th- as far as I know, it's there until January.
1: So, uh, at least January. Um, so if you get a chance, uh, it's now November 1st, <laughs> if you get a chance to hop on the train or whatever and go back down there, you've got till uh, until
0: January to see it. But, uh, loop, I think like you would go crazy. Cause it's, I-, I looked awesome and I'm like, why didn't we just go? Like I just, for some reason it didn't, I didn't get the, from the advertising, the sense of the, the, how good it was. So, yeah. um, but I wish I would have gone a, the fact that it's in a
1: mall. Is always like a eh, it's in a mall. How could how good can this thing be? Yeah. But it's totally built in. Like they had to construct uh walls and construct things to to build this thing. Like, that sounds it's awesome. Not, yeah, it's really yeah. good. So I would I would highly recommend
0: if you uh if you get a chance to go and check that out
1: no matter where um, you want.
0: <laughs> Another thing that consumed me this October is I did my thirty-one uh, horror films of October this year. Yeah. And it was like so I got through all thirty-one with some time to spare too, because it's that's it's a lot. A lot. It's a lot of work to watch thirty-one films. Like, like you have you, to commit every day of the month, pretty much. And so some days I'd watch two, and then if uh-huh. I missed a day, I tried to stay ahead at least two films in case right. I just couldn't do it one day or whatever. So I watched I mean, quite a few. Um, I watched like the entire Conjuring series. I won't go through all of them, but in Salem's Lot and uh, Jeepers Creepers, classic. Sleepaway Camp was one of them. Um, right. I watched uh, Witchboard and I watched Repossessed. Remember that from nineteen ninety oh my- with Leslie Linda Nielsen. Blair? Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> like a spoof of The Exorcist. If you have a yeah. chance to watch it, it's it's kind of like an airplane style, yeah, movie, but just not what does done well is they. It? No,
1: it's like it's like a Linda Blair trying to hang on to her
0: uh, Exorcist like fame because she was a lot older by that point. Yeah, and she was so, actually good in it. It was just that like the writing wasn't that great. Like it was no. just they, there'd be some all right sight gags here and there, but um, I also so two years ago I watched all the Halloween movies. Last right. year, I watched um, the uh, all the Friday 13ths within the 31. And this year, right. I did all the Nightmare and Elm Street movies oh, within this thing. Nice. I, I realize that as you watch more of the Nightmare movies, like especially when you watch them very close and back to back, they get goofier and goofier and goofier as it goes, <laughs> like to the point where it's just so ridiculous. They're not even horror after a while. They're just like, Freddie Krueger becomes almost like the Kramer of like, like you know what I mean. Like, what crazy situations he going to be in this week? Like, it's just, it's just like some, some? of it got pretty goofy. Like, is this more fantasy than it than it was horror? I guess. Weird when you watch these movies all back to back to back to back. It just it's like, how they, many uh, were there? Yeah. I can't I can't remember how many were there of those. I think there was seven. Was including really? new new nightmare was good. I, do, I did enjoy that because it went oh, right. back to its like more of its scary roots. Then they, the Freddy versus Jason would have been the kind of like the last one in that series. Right? So, did you uh, watch that one too? Uh, I did watch that. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. oh, okay. yeah. I watched all the Friday Thirteenth last year, but I feel like it's a little bit more of a Freddy movie. So I watched it with this batch. So, um, but it's good. But I did watch the new Halloween with that as well. So I, I that was one of the movies I watched. Halloween Kills. I watched that.
1: Oh Is right. It, uh, Give me a quick, so I, I haven't seen that yet. Just give me a quick, like,
0: what your impressions of it. Uh, I, I liked it. Oh, it was, okay. But it was, it felt like a middle movie. Like, you know what oh. I mean? Because I know it's a trilogy, so I felt like they really set up for the next one. And there was a lot of things, like, so I'll just quickly, they, they ignore everything after the first Halloween movie. And then they go to this one. So, like, like, so or sorry, the one oh, before oh this. yeah, sorry, sorry. So yeah. the 2018 version or whatever, like the when they re, kind of brought it back. So right. in that they ignored everything after the first Halloween. So none of that yeah. happened. Like, um, no buster rhymes, none of that ever <laughs> happened. <In the>, and <laughs> Season in the, of the Witch. Did that no, no, that didn't happen that either. None, none of that happened. <laughs> no, so there, was so was a, sure. there was a reference to season of the witch in this. So maybe <laughs> in that didn't the Yeah. There was oh, like really? a funny callback to it. Um so, but anyways, at one point somebody says, um the uh that Michael Myers has terrorized this town for 40 years. But if they went with the timeline that they're doing, he was actually in like an asylum for all those years. So he wasn't terrorizing oh, he, anybody. He was like, no. he, he only ter- He only killed three people or five people or whatever in the first movie. And that would have been all that. Yeah. Yeah. But he's yeah. like, he's been terrorizing this town for 40 years. Like, no, he hasn't. He's been in, no, he's been in a prison for or he's been in asylum for 40 years. Like, what are you like, talking about? Like, literally
1: they, an, an entire generation grew up without even knowing about him. Yeah. And he they kind of reference
0: that as well. But it's like, I don't know why. Yeah. It's almost like they forgot sometimes that they'd forgotten all those other movies. Like, it's just, yeah. so there's a bit of that going on. And the funny part was Jamie Lee Curtis is like the main star of it. She was yeah. literally in bed in a hospital for almost the entire movie. Really? <laughs> so, yes. And I'm like, I thought she was the star of this. Like, she's like, yeah. she literally was just. I think she got up once and then and then got back into bed. So it was. Uh, no
1: actually doesn't like do any. Well, I mean, I don't spoil it for me because I, I still want to see it. So I, yeah.
0: Wow, weird. There's some cool stuff uh, in it, but uh, um, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall's in it as well. Oh so, well, so there yeah, you go. That's, that's always good. So it has a Breakfast Club feel, you know. Yeah. I mean? <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, there All was well, that.
1: So- And so, but compared to the uh, Halloween from 2018, is this one like comparable or or, or not not quite as good? Not
0: quite as good, but still good. Okay. Like it was still good. Like I enjoyed it. I just it was a lot. There's some holes in it, like that. You you go okay. That's like uh, there's no way. Like or they just say things that just don't fit into the timeline that they've that they've created for themselves. So, um, right. but other than that, I, it was like entertaining. Like I was entertained the whole thing, and it was there's some good kills. You gotta have some good kills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, that's why you're going right. I mean, <laughs> Michael Myers style, is only he yeah. can do. That's so, all but you, that's but, all you but it was enjoyable, and the next one should be really good. So it it should be. Uh, but it did feel a little bit like like a filler movie to get to the next movie, like a yeah. little bit, but it was, it was still good. So. Well, speaking of enjoyable, um, how about that squid game? <laughs> <laughs> what is this squid game I've been hearing about? What is this? <laughs> I was actually surprised going back to Fan Expo for two seconds. I only yeah. saw, I think two squid game like yes. costumes. I, I
1: thought I was fully expecting like pink jackets and black helmets everywhere. Yeah. I yeah. saw, I saw one guy, we got a picture with one guy dressed as the front man. Yeah, who had like 3D printed the front man mask, which was pretty cool. And then that was all I saw. I'm like, what? How? what?
0: <laughs> I, I actually ordered that front man mask from Amazon. It said oh. it was going to be here in time for Halloween. It still is yet to show. I haven't really? seen it yet. Yes. It's <laughs> like, oh, man, Amazon ruined my Halloween. I Seriously, had it all I, planned by out. Next, by next year, people have forgotten all about it. I know. That's a problem. Now <laughs> it's like, what do we do with it now? Unless they do yeah. a sequel to it or whatever. Like, it's, I don't know, not sure. Uh. What's going to go on but anyways yeah it's just i just wanted to mention with with squid games i just i i really enjoyed it there was some stuff i questioned in it about midway through okay but, but are we are we spoiling any of it or well we can it's been out for a okay. while like i i just i found the the american people really odd like that whole part was a little bit weird yes and the, and the brother that was sneaking around the building um who the had cop, infant cop? the cop who had infiltrated okay. it who for some reason was never discovered through that entire movie, even though they had like mega security and mega like cameras everywhere. But for some reason they didn't notice him. Well, because he uh,
1: kept changing masks. So yeah, well, there you go. We're Uh, looking for
0: a guy with a circle. That's not him.
1: He's got a triangle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The PlayStation people, as they like to be called. Uh, But I thought it was like, like just a really cool concept for a movie. And I'm sure an American version will come out Sooner than we expect, but the uh, um,
1: so, ap- apparent, apparently, this thing has been in the works for 10 or 15 years. Um, oh, wow. that, originally, originally, the guy who created it wanted to make a movie, like an actual two hour long movie. Um, but it kept getting rejected, like nobody would, it would take on the or green light a movie. Um, so it just sat for a while, and then he just kept pitching it and pitching it. Um, and, and then all of a sudden, one day netflix kind of went all right we'll give it a shot but i
0: guess this thing has been around for a long time. oh yeah it yeah. looked amazing like i think like style alone and like just the like the characters and the looks of everybody i think it's like it's an a plus like it on that based on that alone but i i enjoyed the whole series like i thought it was great like right to the end and i know people I have different ideas of what they wanted to see and whatever but i thought i thought it paid, i thought it paid off fine at the end like too. i didn't i didn't think it like didn't pay off or anything so i I didn't see it
1: coming like i didn't see the i I didn't see the ending coming um you know so i i guess some people did i did not so i was totally like what but uh uh, um so they are talking about season two um i it's uh, like i don't think they've greenlit a season two yet but they are sort of in talks about what it could potentially be about Yeah, and the sounds of it uh it'll be more about the police side of things and all the corruption in the korean police um so i feel like it will be more about like the brother uh and sort of why he he didn't get assistance from the police when he finally got back to land and was like come and help me i feel like it's gonna be more like how the police were hiding
0: this this uh event happening you know yeah I heard a slightly different um, one. I heard that like oh. it's good. It would be what's happening now with the um, with the main character trying to go back. Um, right. that, that cop's probably still alive, I'd assume, because you never, never saw his saw. body. If you don't see his body, they could still be alive. No, um, but I so. I I'd heard that the possibility of them going back in time and finding out how the, the front man had become the front man. Oh, so they'd yeah. be able to do all the squid games again because he would. It would be him going through that whole process oh cool making it but i've heard that it and then bouncing to the to the present and bouncing back again so uh because you can't do that show without having like the squid games as a part of it again oh yeah that whole so
1: it was it was worth the hype it 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 totally paid off for me i'm super excited for season two whatever season two is going to (laughs) be
0: yeah no it, it was it was great i quite enjoyed it i'm glad i watched it it's one of those shows too and i love shows like this where you you have to watch them when everybody else is watching them because it's going to yeah. get spoiled. So, um, so you, like you drop every other show you're watching just to yeah. watch that and get into it. So yeah, yeah. I, I, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. finally, uh, just, uh, this just broke today. Um, the new trailer mm-hmm. for book of Boba Fett. Yes. I didn't expect this. I don't know. I, I had no
1: idea. It just, I, I thought just you happened. were an ins- a
0: star Wars insider. I thought you knew. I all know. That-
1: I, I literally dropped the ball on this one. I don't know what happened, but I did find out only about 40 minutes after it happened. So I feel like that's pretty close. Well, that's but, not
0: bad. It's within an hour of it dropping. Exactly.
1: I felt I felt pretty good. Um, so yes, the uh, book of Boba Fett um, comes out de- December 29th on Disney plus first trailer dropped. This trailer blew me away. I got suddenly so pumped again for this, for this thing. And, and it was literally right off the very top of the trailer they showed uh, like one of the most obscure Star Wars characters ever because he it, it's literally seen for, I'd say, probably five seconds in the entire run of things in Jabba's palace. The thing is called a Bomar monk, and it looks like <laughs> a big spider. I only know that because I have the action figure of it. Oh,
0: yeah. Doesn't it carry like, like another character's brain or something? Isn't well, it like- it,
1: it's, it's an actual monk. There was like this sect of monks and their part of their thing is when they died their brains were removed and put into these this container attached to a spider creature so they it's it's a monk it's a monk's brain that's why they're called the bomar monks um, okay so yeah so it's a it's a living brain inside a tube instead of you know like a fishbowl attached to a spider but the, like to see it full in view walking around just made me so excited because it, it, it's one of those characters I really like, but you never saw. So I was just like, Oh my gosh, they're totally like doing fan, like playing fan favorites with this, with this oh, series. Yeah.
0: And I'm just like, this is, I'm so in. <laughs> the reason I love uh, Jedi and it's my second favorite of the star Wars movies, even better than empire strikes back. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's because of that whole scene, like that yeah. whole opening and the movie still one of my favorite openings, like first halves of a movie I've ever seen. Like it's like yeah. I could watch that whole thing over and over again. Like it's it's so good. So I'm really looking forward to yeah. this, to and this that's whole what, movie. That's
1: what this feels like like it feels like because I mean it looks like a bunch of it takes place in Choppa's Palace and and all of that. I'm just like oh my gosh, this is gonna feel so like going home again,
0: kind of. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be yeah. good. One thing I hope it does and. And uh, you know my hot take on this is that Boba Fett's not that great a character based yeah. on the uh, based on the original Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, he was redeemed in Mandalorian. Uh, we'll see yeah. what how he does in this because I, I, yeah. I felt like this is where he's going to have to shine.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I I was never really a big Boba Fett fan like i just he didn't he doesn't i mean he's cool enough but he never did anything
0: like he yeah. was well, a kid i loved him because he, he was so cool and then his action figure had the jet pack or the or the missile yeah. and all yeah. that stuff but uh but then when i watched it later on in life i was like he doesn't do anything he just like oh, does a lot of this yes he does <laughs> <laughs> he nods yeah, he's a good nodder he does yeah, he, he, yeah. he can carry he's, on a nod but he's very agreeable yeah. But he yeah, likes to agree to things. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a yes. He's a yes man of the bounty hunters. Really? Yeah. Like, he's like, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. So
1: I, I was there, but you're right. It, when, when uh, like the old, older version of Boba Fett appeared in Mandalorian, I was totally 100% mega fan.
0: I, I love that version of him. I just think, <laughs> I just think he's so cool now. <laughs> yeah, no, he, it's going to be awesome. Like I, I, I'm really super excited about this. Yeah, about this uh, movie. I wish
1: it wasn't. I wish it wasn't another two months away. But yeah, I guess oh, it'll it will... be here
0: before you know it. That's... Look how fast this year's gone. You think that's not, yeah. that's going to be here in two seconds? Yeah,
1: that's true. Like, like it's yeah. It's, by the time we do episode two of season four, well, it'll
0: it'll be <laughs> <let's> started. It. <laughs> it'll be already a year done by the time we do the. Exactly, the, the, the well, second we'll season do... will be coming up by the time we do the next episode of the season. <laughs> We're on top of things, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. I just want to yeah. mention one more thing before we. Uh, I uh, I I don't know why I this is like gone off my radar, but I did see I did finally see it. Um, I finished uh, American Horror Story: The Double Feature season. Have you watched it at all? No, and and I I think I don't have FX. Like I think for whatever reason I don't have. So I've literally not
1: seen any of it. I don't know anything. I just literally
0: Rachel. found it not that long ago. It was on Disney Plus very briefly. Was it? Like, yeah, and then it was gone, and now it's on FX again. Um, okay. The but Disney Plus has the. Um, it's got the, the first three seasons. Yeah, and they also have the other se- series that came out oh, at the yes. same time, which is the uh, stories. The stories. Yeah, which yeah, is which like I individual. Yeah, and it's I've watched the first three of that, and it's pretty good. Like, yeah. But um, yeah. this this one's like the first six episodes is like a vampire base. Okay. um and the it, it's it's excellent and the second oh. the last four is kind of an area 51 like it's all in black and white but it does oh. jump to the future as well um yeah. to the present so it kind of goes back and forth from black and white mm-hmm. to color but it's really good like wow. uh, based now? around okay. a lot of the presidents and of that time period and things like that cool is it finished like the the that one's that series is finished it's called double oh. feature so that that's the newest right. season um, and then there I, I again I have only watched like the first three episodes of American Horror Stories, but the reason yeah. I'm saying anything is because I it fell off the radar. And if anyone hasn't seen it or didn't know where it was or if it was still coming out, there's two different series. One's your regular series, and one's this like anthology. So yes. so it is yeah. back out, it's done, and you can actually binge the whole thing. And, but, and wasn't um Macaulay Calkin in this one? Yeah, he was. He was in the first six episodes of was the double. Yeah, he was great. Really? He was, yeah. He was really good. He was really good. All right. So, don't count yeah. out Macaulay. Yeah. Never count out the Macaulay. <laughs> <And> he's like, count <laughs> out the Macaulay. <laughs> he was good. And a lot of your regulars are in it. Like, the usual, yeah. the usual suspects um, bump so, in yeah. here and there. So, yeah. but it's, it, I recommend it. I thought it, because I the one of the seasons, the last ones, I can't remember which one. I didn't really like that much. This one I really enjoyed. So Okay. Well, I
1: will search it out again, because I, I could not find it, and then I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I'm just is just, just
0: a gentle reminder from Luke and Larry to watch this. <laughs> yeah, and, and sometimes Larry needs a gentle reminder too. So it's, so- <laughs> There's way too many shows. It's hard to watch all these no, things. But anyway, all right.
1: Speaking <laughs> of which, real quick, don't forget the Chucky series has started. How is that? Uh, well, I've only watched the first episode, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on TV. okay perfect all right
0: i'll make sure (laughs) on that high recommendation i'll make sure i I grab that and watch it (laughs) the
1: the only thing i'm gonna say about it and i don't want to give anything away um chucky does has one kill in this in the first episode that is something you have never ever ever seen chucky do before (laughs)
0: <laughs> all
1: right. and you'd be like i did not know he could do that
0: all right that's the kind of scares me but yeah,
1: it's, it was a little uh, it was different
0: all right all right but anyway there you go all right so one thing that is going to stay consistent is the pop capacitor you want to go do that right now let's go Right, we are back pop capacitor and we're going to be looking today at the movie dune a little bit about the new one but mostly focusing on the 1984 david lynch version uh directed by lynch starring kyle mcgawkin uh virginia madison patrick stewart which was a surprise sting and from. yeah and a few other uh, classic actors in that um it was based on the book dune which came out in uh, 1965 and it, i think it was the first real attempt at it was the first movie for sure of Dune. I think there was oh, some yeah. attempts prior to it, but this was the first time it had been made into a, a motion picture. Here is my one line plot of this movie, just so we have this in here. A bunch yeah. of houses at one point known as the Chosen One fight for the Desert Spice Planet, which is frightening worms buried under the sand. As much as this movie is buried with politics that no one understands, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. It's like, that is exactly actually, what the <laughs> that. About. Pretty much sums it up. Hundred um, percent. A, a couple quick, uh, a couple quick facts on this budget 40 million and it made about 30 million. Mm. Yeah, it, 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 that would be called like a bomb. Yeah. Um generally, uh, Lynch turned down Return of the Jedi to do this.
1: Well, That was probably a good call because I don't know how he would have done with a Star Wars
0: movie. Yeah, and he said he did not he didn't get it and he didn't he, he had no interest in Star Wars at all or that universe. Yeah. Apparently yeah. he read this book they offered it to him. He liked it and so he did it. But on the flip side, this is also a movie he will—he rarely will talk about because it's an embarrassment to him, and he considers really? considers it's one of his few failures as a movie, is Dune. Huh. Apparently, what happened was the the cut he wanted to do wasn't the cut the studio wanted to do. It was a classic director versus studio situation. So he kind of like just like with you know, walked away. Just, yeah. that was it. Now it makes me want to do a hashtag Lynch's Dune. I want to see the lynch cut. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, I I think there's some scenes or someone's made some sort of cut that's, I I think on YouTube, that's like longer um, with some, some scenes that were like cut from the movie. But um, this is one of my favorite facts of this movie. Patrick Stewart didn't know who sting was. He'd never heard of sting. And he asked him what, what, if he's a solo artist and sting said, no, I'm in the band, the police. And Patrick Stewart honestly thought that he meant he was in a, he was a policeman who was in a, like a police (laughs) band. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like a band of yes. police would put together, like for like yeah. charity. That's what he thought. really, Yeah.
1: That's, uh, that's
0: not very, uh, wise. No. That's not, <laughs> that's
1: not very pop culture uh, no. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Patrick Stewart is <laughs> not on.
0: I, I feel like Patrick Stewart is like a major, like theater actor, you know what yes. I mean? That's sort of, um, yes. and the production crew, this was like a major movie with like 1700 production crew. Um, Ooh, it, it was wow. like, had, it had required 80 sets built on 16 sound stages. And it was more than six years in the making. Whoa,
1: that's crazy. Well, can, so now I can understand why Lynch would have disavowed this movie if the studio cut out like key parts of it. I mean, if he spent that much time and effort to make this thing, yeah, he, the studio would have been like, "No, just do it. Like, make it, make it three hours long, make it four hours long.
0: <laughs> yep, just doing it." That's what they <laughs> said. <Just> do <laughs> it. It's <laughs> <laughs> our new say it slogan. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's not make that a saying, by the oh, way. I'm never say that
1: again. <laughs> I, I will
0: never once ever utter no. those words. Nope. Uh, so what we'll <laughs> not, do is not we'll doing go. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know it's hard not to say it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what we'll do is we what we do with pop capacitors. Go through the movie. We'll do hits and misses. To kind of work our way through. um, And the plot sort of fills itself in as we go. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Assuming you probably watched this movie at some point or have seen it. So, Um, so I'll get Larry, you can start with any hits or misses that you have.
1: Okay. Well, the first, the first thing I just want to say before we get into hits and misses, this is the kind of movie I feel like you had to grow up with. Yes. I don't think you could jump into the movie now and enjoy it because I just don't like I mean we've each seen it probably at least a dozen times like it, it it's it's one of my favorite like I actually really like it um but like I've seen it a lot of times and I re-watched it just before watching the new new movie and I'm st- I'm still picking up pieces of the story that I haven't gotten before
0: <laughs> yeah I watched it just before it too like literally the night before I watched it before yeah. I went and saw it
1: yeah, so anyway, I just want to put that out there that it's not the kind of movie that you could just jump in and be like, hey, I'm going to watch this fun movie because I yeah. think you need to watch it multiple times. Uh,
0: anyway. The other thing I wanted to mention as well is that this uh, this movie's not liked by a lot of people. Like, it, yeah. it did bomb. Um, it's, it's people, like, have described it as messy. Like, it's yeah. it's just, it's like they people, Dune purists don't like it. Um, so, I mean, it's not without its flaws, but I also think that's, there's a lot in it that I think is good. Um, having seen both together I, I think there's some stuff i still i will say this is a hot take i will say i like this better than the the new dune wow, so okay, i still like cool. it better and now mind you i haven't seen the the new dune in its entirety obviously because if they're gonna they just announced a part two yeah. but um that that's gonna be going ahead but the uh i still i i still like this one better but maybe it's because i grew up with it i don't know well, i
1: think there's there is some nostalgia yeah, about about it. That's what I meant. Like it's it is the kind of movie. If you grew up with it, it's pretty nostalgic, and it's it's you know, so it's got that going for it. But yeah. uh, okay, so let's just jump right in here. So my my first hit uh, for this movie is based on what you were talking about with their the the number of crew. the The set design for this movie is so spectacular. Like oh it, god, yeah. I mean, it's I can't think of another movie in the eighties or. 90s or 2000s, (laughs) right? That was this intricate. Like the the throne rooms and the like the interior sets are just incredible. Like they're massive. They're so big and they're so intricate. Like they just, it just makes it feel so immersive and so real. Like I I was just that's part of what I love about that movie is like how incredible it looks. Like just visually, I I think it's just
0: stunning. The production value definitely is like. it's weird because like Lynch went from doing like the elephant man. I think the elephant yeah. man is the reason like he got this movie and which is like a, a low key movie. And then yeah. he's going to the special effects, like masterpiece. Like it, it is a cool looking movie. Like, yes. like I know some of the special effects may seem cheesy now by our standards, but some of them look really good. It's all practical special effects too. Yes. Um, it's, it looks amazing. Like the, yeah. the worm <laughs> scenes, like everything looks good. Yeah
1: like and considering it's 1984 84 right yeah yes uh, considering it's 1984 just what they had to work with then and the technology that they had it it still blows me away like i still watch it i actually just recently purchased the 4k version of it on on blu-ray because i really wanted to see like the high
0: definition i watched them like wow this
1: is still it's incredible
0: <laughs> yeah it does it does look really good yeah. um one of the uh, i'll do a miss just because you just did a uh Oh, um, right. One is um, the, the I, this is a hit animus. So oh. the the opening of the movie, which is um, Virginia Madison's face, yeah. and she she does a lot of exposition, kind of sets up the movie. Um, yeah. The whole scene is weird because it's her face in front of like like space. Yeah, but then they keep fading her out and fading yeah. her in for no reason. Like when you fade her out, you think you'd see something, but all you see is the space stars. you can already see behind her, like the stars. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't I, understand why he did that. Like it was kind of odd. The the only so when I rewatched it this time, the
1: the only thing I could come up with cuz I always think that. I'm like, why is she fading out? Is cuz she's talking about how spice helps you fold space and travel through space without moving? Maybe that's what he was get, trying to do, make it look like she was like leaving
0: space and then coming back. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like moving through maybe that's what the, I, other than it that. Was just, I it was it was odd. It was just an odd choice. Now, the other yeah. thing i thought of because if you if you're watching this on youtube you would have seen her opener which we kind of spoofed that um is that maybe she only could do so many lines at a time and then they they'd use that to do a cut and then kind of restart again like i'm not sure what the the reason it's just very odd it's just a very odd choice of 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 that now the hit of that is that i think it because it is kind of she does a lot of exposition tells like basically sets up the whole story but because yeah. of that i understood it a lot better going in she really yeah. breaks down like the houses and who's who and kind yeah. of right off the top like it's and it's like- a little over the top in how it's done but i like going into it Dune is not an easy world like, i'll put this out there too i've tried to read Dune a few times and it is not an easy book yeah. um i'm gonna try it again uh next year i'm gonna try to read it again yeah. uh i just it's it's confusing like it is just confusion like so i this helped a lot the setup of this really helped a lot i thought um and i just want to say i
1: won't be reading the book because as we've determined i don't read (laughs) okay you'll get the (laughs) you'll get the picture book that'll yeah i will i will buy the book and then i'll put it on the shelf and
0: just leave it there (laughs) (laughs) you'll own it but not read it okay (laughs) but i just thought that really helped and i i felt like uh, I'll talk about this when we talk about the, the new one. I just, I, I think I needed something like that in the new one, but it yeah. was, it, it's, it was very helpful to kind of spell it out a little bit for us. So, yes, I,
1: I completely agree. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll throw in a little miss here too. Okay. Well, like a good miss. Um, the, and, and I think this is what we're, you were mentioning before too, the studio's involvement. There was obvious, like, I didn't know the story. I, and I, like I said, I haven't read the books, so I don't know all of the details, but it's really clear in this version how much was cut out because um, I'd say the first, it's a two hour, two hours and 15 minutes. This movie, I'd say about the first hour, the pacing is good. Everything seems to be in place. The good, the storytelling, but as soon as they sort of land on Arrakis and then he starts like realizing things, it just shoots through like all kinds of information. And all of a sudden there's a love affair and like you're like what Who? where did he even meet the, like how did this happen like it, it looked like in the last hour they cut out so much of the story to make sure to include you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of um ralph bakshi's version of lord of the rings the anime yes 100 100%, 100%. <laughs> yeah, percent took all three lord of the rings books and made it into one like hour and a half long movie and like Ninety percent of the story is gone. I feel like that's what happened with this. I feel like there's a ton of information that they just had to cut out.
0: The, the story telling was very rushed in that last half. It was, but the first
1: half wasn't. So, like the first half, you're like, okay, this is awesome, and then all of a sudden, it just something
0: happened. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's a little unfortunate. But there's i thought there was a lot of really cool ideas in this like uh, visual ideas um yes. like i like I mean, we got to consider the time period it's in and the type of special effects they can do and what was probably kind of i, I don't want to say trending but what was probably hot at the time for special effects um the the suits that they use when they fight and it becomes all cubey around them yes as dumb as it looks now to us I, that's very tronish to me it is yeah. um I thought that was very cool. Like I thought the stuff, little things like that. I thought were cool. I love that at the beginning. uh, um, I don't know what that was. It's like a giant, like fish thing or whatever. That great big creature. uh,
1: Yeah. One of the guild, the guild, what are they called? Uh, Some, he was, he's one of those things that can fold space. I don't know what he's called. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know either,
0: but like that looks so cool. And like, really cool. There was a lot of cool, like little ideas in it that, I mean, some of them probably spawned from the book, but uh the the, the costuming and, and the different looks of some of the people um which i would say some of it's on lynch and his designers because in the new movie some of them don't look the same as otherwise they'd look exactly the same as they are in this so yeah, obviously yeah. that was sort of his ideas that were, or our designers ideas that kind of got in there but um yeah. i just thought there was a lot of neat little just little things in it that i thought were very very cool yeah I, I what, really. one of the things I, I noticed too i'll put this out here is that because i haven't read the book I don't know what is from the book and what isn't from the book. So yes. like what they, unless you've read it, it's like watching it. I finally read the book and realized, oh, they left this out and put this in and did this and this. So I can't do that with Dune. Cause I don't know. Cause there's some dumb things I thought were kind of misses, but then I realized they were in both movies. Yes. And so, they, and then I'm like, okay, so that's part of the book. That's from the yeah. book. So now,
1: I was thinking this exact same thing. When I, when I watched the new movie, there are literally lines right out of, must have been the book but in my in my world they're right out of the original movie like literally word for word some of the script from the original movie is in the new movie so that must that must be stuff right from the book obviously yeah but yeah I I thought the same thing and it's funny that you bring this up because one of my hits is I actually wrote down visualizing the mythology (laughs) the way they visualized it like it's so it's so well done one of my favorite scenes in the 1984 version and it's and it's it's not even anything special, but there's, um, there's a device called, a um, Oh, what's it called? A a hunter seeker or a hunter. It's a, is that that the
0: flying needle?
1: Yeah. It's like a needle that seeks out its target and it turns and it will. And if you move, it will (laughs) come and kill you. But anyway, the, the way, the way it's like the way they shot it, it really looks like this thing's flying through the air and turning and, and moving. It's just so slick. In the nineteen eighty four version, I always thought that that was really cool. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's just wires and whatever, but yeah. it's really done with shadows. Like, they hide it in shadows so you can't tell that it's on. Why it's just it's just a, like a really slick special effect. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the special effects were top again, like top notch in that. I thought yeah. they they all looked really good for the especially for the time period. Um, yeah. What this is a like a really like like small miss, but the the eyebrows on the that one guy it were. Bothering me, yeah. I was like, they're like, (laughs) yes. I glad glad the eyebrow guy died very quickly in the movie. So
1: it's funny that you say that because I have a a miss too. Oh God! (laughs) And my miss is similar. Um, It's Sting's body. (laughs) I know what is with his body in this. I don't know, but like he at one point he comes out of like the shower or something. It's a steam bath. Or steam bath and he's only wearing like a speedo and he's like like all wet but he's like so ripped and he's just like but then he just stands like a <laughs> like, a,
0: like he's presenting really, himself like a peacock yes yeah and it, it's just it just seems so it was very it, uncomfortable scene that's what that yeah <laughs> it
1: just felt so out of place like everything else in in the harkonnen world at the time was kind of grungy and yeah. dirty and i guess that was the point is that this guy was not like that like he was very you know um about fashion or about whatever <laughs> i don't know yeah, what he, he was, was but he you know but it just it just always to me felt really out of place a little bit so yeah, it was,
0: was sting uh, wrapped around your finger at that little point? bit yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> you know everything every little thing he does is magic that so is I... true
0: that is true <laughs> um, it's so dumb <laughs> uh, i read in that scene that he actually wanted to be naked in that scene really like th- th- that was i think that was an original idea and then they decided no he had to be covered up like yeah they just because well, there was someone else that was supposed to do a nude scene in it as well that didn't end up doing it but he he wanted to walk out of that like naked well they just showed his butt or whatever but then they decided yeah. not to so it just
1: it but. just stands out so much It's it's disturbing. It's It's a very disturbing
0: scene. The one thing about this movie is uh, I don't know I don't know if it's a hit or a miss, but it's it's very dirty. Like if like if I don't know if you know like it's there's just something like kind of dirty about this movie. Like it's just like that. The main um, villain I I can't remember what his name is, but he's like has all like the the pimples all over his face. Baron Harkonnen. Yeah, and they're like popping them, and like it's just like there's just a lot of like kind of icky things in it
1: yes so the he the baron is actually one of my hits yeah i movie. like the baron a lot i just it's I, like... I think he's so it, so the the pimples and stuff is that in this in that version um i i'm assuming it's from the book although they didn't do it in the new version he collects diseases so that's why he's all he's got like all like he's all pussy, and in one scene you can actually see a doctor like inserting a needle in his face and inserting stuff because that's part of his thing is he collects diseases, yeah. And so he's got the diseases all over his face. And um, I I just think that added a lot to yes. his character. Um, it just you know I mean he was he was evil and and disturbing, but then to do that on top of it, I was just like this guy is just vile, like. This is one of the most vile villains <laughs> in <laughs> cinema history, I think. But i I really like I really like that character. I think he, he's it's
0: he's well done. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, one of my hits in this movie too is because it's a David Lynch movie. There's a lot of like David Lynchian kind of things and kind of editing in it that I'll see later on after this, like in other movies, like a lot of quick like dream sequences and things are like his that's yeah. his jam. Um, yeah. The uh, but there's a lot of like lynch regulars in this movie if you're a david lynch fan like a lot of guys that are end up being in twin peaks yes. or just in other future movies that are in this movie which i love like jack nance's in almost all his movies or shows somewhere yes. like so i i as a as a lynch fan i i love that like i'm like oh there's so-and-so he's in this movie and like it's it's so cool yeah i agree um i've got one more hit and yeah. you you talked briefly
1: about it already um but it's it's the voiceovers um yeah. The 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 thoughts. So all the way through the movie, you you know, hear people talk and then they stop talking and you hear what they're thinking. And I I always really like that. I always thought that was like there, there's a scene where the where Paul Atreides is being tested by putting his hand in a box yeah. and his mother uh says, you know, you have to do this, you have to do this, and she stops talking, then she says, I'm, I'm about to lose my son today like it was just it was a real thought like that's what you would actually be that's what she would have actually been thinking yeah um and it wouldn't have made any sense for her to say it out loud um so to, I, I thought that the thought the thoughts carried the story really well because um, it just gave you a little bit more insight into what the characters were feeling like as opposed yeah. to just yeah. having conversation so I actually I, I actually thought that that was a really neat idea and I, and I thought, you know i i appreciated that part and every time i watch it i like it a bit more
0: yeah it's it's pretty cool so i've got two more misses and a hit and i'll just whip through them here um there's a point where kyle mclaughlin is yelling in a close-up so it's like the the camera's panning in on him um i think it had something to do with the water of life Uh, i'm not sure if that's the scene but anyways you can see his fillings in the back of his mouth and it just took me out of the movie for whatever reason i'm like I could totally see his fillings. Apparently, do fillings now. Uh, there, it's like really, yeah. I've never seen that. I just happen really? to know. You can see them in the back, very back. There's some sort of fillings. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just a little like detail that I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. There's millions. Dollar... Maybe,
1: maybe it's just sand. Maybe he's been like ingesting sand and he got a some spice. His... He got some spice yeah. caught
0: back <laughs> there. <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, another miss I had was the TV like credits at the end. Oh, like yeah. there's like where they'd show the person and then they'd have like their credit up on the yes. side. Yeah, <laughs> and some, of them, some of them look like they're taken out of the movie. Like there's actually a scene and other yes. ones are just, it's just them like, like staring <laughs> at the, it's, it's just very it's odd. Inconsistent. like Yeah. It's yeah, just a very, I don't know. It's just very TV, like, like it's yeah. just a sort of a TV, like sort of credits. Um, yeah. This is, I think the biggest hit of the movie. Um, an image of Patrick Stewart holding a pug, I think is probably <laughs> the best part of this entire movie. Yes. Where did this dog come from? Like, I don't know. Well, there's a point where Pat, so there's this pug in the movie if you've never seen it. And yeah. it's like every once in a while it's just in scenes. Yeah. It's like the family dog or something. And <laughs> yeah. i never there's no other animals out. There. There's a cat at one point. They're trying to like milk or something, but there's, yes. <laughs> there's but this dog's in it. And there's a yeah. scene where they're all in this giant battle, and Patrick Stewart's holding the dog under his arm and shooting yeah. a laser gun. <laughs> It doesn't even make any sense. I know. I know. Like, why is he carrying the pug? Like, it's like one of those things where you haven't seen it for the whole movie. Like, there's probably a good hour you hadn't seen it, and all yeah. of a sudden he's holding it. Like in this one scene, I do not yeah. understand this. So I looked it up, and apparently that's not in the book. There's no pug in the book or any really? dog whatsoever. But. Okay. Lynch, for whatever reason, decided he needed to put this dog in the movie. I don't know why exactly. I still got to figure that out. Maybe it was his own dog. Maybe it was his own dog. He wanted to give it a cameo or something. I don't know. (laughs) But it's apparently it's a thing. Like this pug. Like I noticed it right away. So I looked it up, and people are like talking about the pug in the movie. Like it's just (laughs) like why is this pug in this movie? Yeah. It's the royal pug. <laughs> the royal pug's in there. I that scene is hilarious with him holding. I'm surprised that's not a yeah. meme of some it, sort because it should it, be. It's, it's yeah. the most ridiculous photo I've ever seen. Like, yes, <laughs> I <it's> just <laughs> it's like, hilarious. why is he holding a pug? And then you never see it again after that. No, nope. nope. I don't know where it is. It's <laughs> well, like, he saved it, he,
1: it's, it's in the kennel. Is this it saving,
0: saving pugs? Is what, yeah. what he does, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Um, we'll talk about whether we think this holds up in a second, but, uh, yes. we've both seen the new Dune. So yes. we'll talk about a little bit about like just some of the differences, what we liked and, and like didn't yep. like in comparison, uh, to the, to the 1984 version. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, this- so
1: Denny Villeneuve, uh, did, um, Blade Runner and Blade Runner 2, like his he he's got he's got this sci-fi thing down like he's yeah. he you know he's great as soon as he was announced as the director i was like this is awesome i was so stoked and ready ready to go because uh, he he does he does really well with with uh um the sci-fi stuff so um and and also apparently he read the book
0: when he was 12 Oh wow.
1: So I mean, yeah, it's difficult for us old guys, but
0: <laughs> for those I think I've I've tried that book like at least twice, but that was like years and years ago and then so I might I'm going to try it again.
1: But you should have tried it when you were 12 because yeah. apparently <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, so he he read it when he was 12 and apparently he started visualizing this whole world then, like when he was 12 oh, wow. years Ooh. old. So he's he's like this has been his his like passion project for most of his life. Um which is why I feel like it's I don't know if it's going to be a trilogy or just two parts, or I'm not sure how they're going to do it, but you can see why he's spending so much time with this one. Cause it's yeah. been part of his life
0: literally for his whole life almost. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, the I, I heard, I, I heard it's supposed to be a two parter, like originally, I, and they just didn't yeah. know if they had the second part uh greenlit yet. And then when this came out, and I think it's done pretty well, I think so yeah. far. Um, it, it was greenlit just not like this last week or something, it yes, was it greenlit. Was. So, well,
1: I, I certainly hope so because it let it the first part ended on a full on cliffhanger, like I mean, not a cliffhanger, yeah. but just it didn't have an ending, like it was yeah. definitely you know set up for. Oh, so the other thing that that I wanted to mention because. N- having seen the first one, obviously as many times as we have, if you want, if you have not seen the first movie, the the 1984 version, the David Lynch movie, don't watch it before you see the, the new version, because it is a part one. Um, and the David Lynch one is the whole story. Yeah. So if you, if you haven't watched the David Lynch movie, wait until afterwards, because it'll give away the, it'll give away how this thing ends. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was, that was one of the, uh, it was it was almost a miss it almost became a miss for me um that i had seen the 84 version before this one because um where this one ends and i don't want to spoil anything because it's only been out for a a week or so uh where this one ends is roughly the middle of the david lynch movie yeah uh and so i was like oh my gosh we still got like i didn't realize there was gonna be a part two i was like this is gonna be like another three hours like the this is uh, like holy cow the, this is really slow and then it ended and i was like
0: oh okay that yeah makes sense. i was i knew expecting- i knew it was only a part one going into it And i was like yeah. where are they gonna end this like i wasn't yeah. really 100 percent sure but i think where they ended it was fine like oh
1: totally yeah it, it makes it makes absolute sense to cut it where they did like that i just wasn't expecting it so i I was like, "When is this movie going to end?" Because we has got a lot to go. And apparently, they have a whole second movie to go because there's a lot going on there. But um, uh, so, do you want to start with a hit, or do you want to start, where do you want to go with this one? I've got a a i
0: I've got a, a few hits and misses. Not too many. Okay. I don't want to give away too much of the movie, but the, uh, yeah. I've got some. Um, I'll start with a hit off the okay. top. Um, yep. I just thought this was a, like a stunning, again, like a beautiful looking movie. Yes. Um, the the desert tends to, to look good in movies for whatever reason. It's yeah. uh, it, it looked great. Like it was a fantastic, uh, fantastic looking movie. From start it, to finish. it really
1: was. I totally, I totally agree. So I actually saw the movie twice um, because I really wanted to see the IMAX version because um, it was shot. A lot, of, a lot of it was shot in IMAX, okay. but I wasn't able to get seats when I wanted to see it. So I thought, okay, well, if I can't see it in IMAX, I'll go see it in 3D because there was a 3D version playing. Oh, wow. Like, okay, that'd be cool. Not worth it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, the 3D, there's nothing. I mean, it adds some depth to it, but there's no reason for the 3D. Like, I don't know why they did that um, other than they can charge more for tickets, I yeah. guess. And, and the other thing is... The this movie is uh, um, can be a little bit dark light related, yeah. Um, and when you put 3D glasses on, it darkens the screen a little bit more. So I just I found it the first time I watched it, I was like, wow, this movie's kind of dark. Like I can't really see a lot here. This you know, and it was because it was I had these glasses on. So it wasn't for me. It wasn't quite as good the first time. The second time I actually got tickets to IMAX, yeah, and woo. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> a good IMAX movie. Like the it's the colors are crazy. Just like you were saying, like the dunes actually look like the desert looks incredible in IMAX. Like they they definitely shot in IMAX.
0: Like it's okay. So to,
1: yeah, I'd kill. almost like to see it in IMAX now. The uh... you, you should try if you can because it it made it so such a difference. Like it's brighter and more vibrant and more colorful and. Um, bigger obviously but yeah, yeah if you get a chance to see it on, on an IMAX screen you, you should that was that was good <laughs>
0: yeah the um well I've got a miss um, okay well you, you do one because you just I just did a hit. Oh, so
1: okay so it was a hit for me in the 84 version the miss for me in this one is that there was no voiceover yes
0: okay like
1: I, I I didn't I I was i was anticipating that they'd have their thoughts like they would in the in the 84 version i thought that was part of the story that you know we hear their thoughts and they didn't do that in this one and i kind of felt like like we were missing some of the character because we weren't hearing what they thought
0: You right. know what i mean like
1: i mean we we they they did they developed the characters really well so it's not like we didn't know who they were but i i really like that voiceover and it just it just added a lot for me. And so when it wasn't in this version, I was kind of like, oh, okay. They chose <laughs> not to do that. But anyway, that I kind of, if they had added the voiceover in this version, I think it would have just upped it
0: slightly for me a little bit. Yeah. Um, one of my hits in this was, and we, we've touched on it, is that it's only the first half of the novel. So yes. with that, a lot more time they could spend on on the plot and the smaller pieces that were probably left out of the other version. Yes. Um, and a lot more character and development. Now it's funny cause there's characters in this, like Jason Momoa, who, of course, you know who Jason Momoa is. So his character is very memorable. Um, that same character was in the Lynch version and I didn't even know it. Like he's, he's such oh, a really? non-character in that version. Yeah. Um, but in this version, he's like a main character kind of yeah. like it does a lot in it. And I'm like, yeah. where's this character in the other one? And like Lynch must've melded him with another character, but no, he's in it. He's just, no, he's in it. He's yeah. just so unmemorable in the other movie. Like yeah. the uh he's like
1: he's like in Star Wars, he's like Biggs.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is. He's just like it's just a like nothing character. So yeah. Um I like that there was a lot more to it that
1: that they either the studio cut out or Lynch cut out of that because he has a big role.
0: Yeah, I like the fact that they could like develop the characters a little bit more and care a little bit more about them. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was just a cooler, like um the fact that they could spend more time on it. So
1: yeah and also um the fact that his name is duncan idaho <laughs> is good <laughs> okay so while we're talking about jason momoa i have to throw in a miss okay here jason momoa's beard <laughs> i don't know if you i don't know if you noticed this or not but when we when you first see jason momoa he looks like jason momoa he's got the full yeah yeah and then it disappears or something and then and then like midway through it's been trimmed so now it's just a, like a like a small beard. And then the lo- the last third of the movie, it's completely shaved off. I thought I noticed what that too, but I'm like,
0: I was like, oh, well, maybe he's just trying to fit in with the other people or something. But like, the- no,
1: because other, like the Fremen who he was working with, they had beards. Like there were ones with beards. I, I have no idea why he went from full beard to partial beard to no beard throughout the courses. Of- like, I just don't know why they did that.
0: <laughs> I wonder if there was like maybe some reshoots and he is already in the middle of doing another movie or something. But then, can't They just paste a beard on him, like, well, yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> I feel like Jason
1: Momoa is also the kind of guy who could grow a full length beard in like a week, yeah, just overnight, <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like, yeah, it just somehow it took me out of the movie slightly, first of all, because I don't think I've ever seen Jason Momoa without that big long beard, so yeah, I know I was didn't I, recognize
0: him, like, and, like yeah. but I could tell, like, from here up, like his eyes, like, I could tell, yeah, that's
1: but it just, it, it was, it was a weird thing. And I, they don't address it. They never say anything. It just, it just, the beard disappears. (laughs) I don't know why. Yeah. That
0: was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, (laughs) One of my, uh, one of my misses in this was the uh, I think as beautiful as this movie looks. And I felt there was a lot of style in this movie and not enough um, attention put to the pacing of the movie. I thought the pacing was very slow. It and like, past. and I realized that probably the novels might be as well, but <laughs> it's like, they need to pick up the pacing it slightly. Cause I found it was just sort of dragged for a while. And I'm like, a lot yeah. of them walking or doing like different things. And I'm like, it, it, it let's reminds- lynch this up a little bit. Let's get her, get her, get her, get her moving. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's
1: do it. <laughs> do it. We're going to do this. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> um, it kind of reminded me of some of the scenes in Lord of the Rings. When they're just like walking endlessly yeah. across the uh, with like
0: <laughs> with like a beautiful music score in the background, yes. yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that a little bit. <laughs> get her dune, um, get her dune, <laughs> get
1: her dune. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I've got another hit. Okay, um, which surprisingly was also a hit for me in the '84 version. Okay, and that, and that was the Baron. <laughs> I really liked how they changed the Baron in this one because he was. Like he he didn't collect the the uh, diseases the same way the other one did, <clears throat> but to me he just he was so big, like he was like just a massive like blob, like yeah. he literally was like a blob, and um and he could still float like the one in David Lynch, but when he floated his like robes like stayed on the ground, so it looked like he was just like growing, yeah, and it was so menacing, like he just. Oh, and then the other thing was, I, I'm quite confident that he based that off of um, uh, Marlon Brando's portrayal of Colonel Kurtz in um, uh, I think so now. for sure. For like sure he, he did. When he was like, holding, like wiping yeah. his head. And it was totally Colonel Kurtz from Apocalypse Now. Like yeah. it, was, it was almost like shot for shot, some of that. And, and, and it was so, like he just was just, he had no humanity at all. This, yeah. this version of the Baron. And I just thought that was awesome. I
0: was like, that is a bad guy. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, at first, I didn't like him at all. I was like, because oh. I like the other Baron so much. Yes. And I'm like, this, this is like lame as all hell. Yeah. As it went on, I, I, I liked him. He's just a different like, kind of vision of, his, of the same cool. character. Um, yeah. I still think the other one, I like the other one in that it's, it, it's more memorable to me. Because yes. he was just oh, so yeah. slimy, but he's kind of almost like he's like the old Baron's, like the Roger Moore of, of <laughs> Dune, and this other guy's like the uh, the uh, what's his face, the newer Bond, the uh, yeah, Daniel, the Craig Daniel Craig of Dune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, it's just like there's just a difference, right? There's a little bit of a comicness yes. to the first one. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, the one, the, there was one other thing I found. This is my last miss of this. Um, okay. is I, there was no real like development in this one of the new one of like the admiral or whatever his name is like the, the, the one that oversees everything, which, um, Oh, the, the, it, um, the emperor, emperor. The, there was no, there's not, he's not developed in this at all or seen. He's not in it. he's Yeah. Not in it, whereas oh. the other one, that's a major thing is that he's yeah. the one that basically says, yeah, go do this. Like yeah. he's, he's in on it as well. So I think like they
1: talked about him, like they, they talked about it like with Imperial, the Imperial order was to, remove the Harkonnens from the whatever blah 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 so but he's literally not in the movie you don't see him and I feel like that they're they did that on purpose because they're saving him up for the because obviously yeah obviously he's like an evil guy like he is he set up the like house had tradies to be slaughtered um by doing what he's doing and he's obviously like an ally of the Harkonnens and. So he's a bad dude. So I feel like they're saving him up for the part for part two. And he's going to be the big, bad, like, whoa, this guy's nasty. That's what I think that they're doing because yeah, they, you, he wasn't in it at all.
0: (laughs) And I feel like there was a fourth house in it as well. Like in the other version, but I just don't remember what they were. Cause there, there was a house that was there on the, on the planet to begin with that moved out, wasn't there? And then they moved in. I, like, in the original one yeah i can't remember there was like i feel like there was a fourth house there like who's that know. giant like fish guy like <laughs> you know well, the fish was, guy he was a he was a travel like he was one of the guild like this the
1: space guild or but he wasn't his own like no, house he was one of the guys that breathes in the the um the dust of the spice and can bend time and travel through space so he was his own guild thing um, and then there's, um, then there's the, the, um, uh, the witches. I can't remember what they're called. Oh yeah.
0: The, 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 the guild of witches as well. Yeah.
1: I can't. So there is that, but they, they didn't really talk too much about that in the new one. Maybe that's what you're thinking of is, is those. Yeah.
0: I, I thought there was just another like sort of house in there as house. well, but maybe not. There's a lot of houses going on. A lot of houses. <laughs> it, it's the, like, it's very confusing. It's a confusing story. Like, I, I think you get a lot more out of the book probably of that very, it's very political uh it's it's, some of that drags the movie down and that's not the the fault of the movies it's just the fault of the of just what it is the source material
1: i i only have one more miss okay and and that was because we grew up with the 84 version yep the the bad guys are known as the harkonnens yeah in the new movie they refer to them as the harkonnens
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. They did call them something different.
1: They were called the Harkonnens. And I'm like, what is a Harkonnens? That's not how you, that's not how you pronounce it. Harkonnens. But so literally from 1984 until last week, I I only knew them as House Harkonnen. And that's when you look at it written out, it's pronounced Harkonnen. In this movie, they're the Harkonnens. And I'm like, that's the wrong emphasis. You're putting the emphasis on the wrong part of the word. (laughs) (laughs) And it, I just, that, that it kind of bugged me only because I'm so used to his yeah. house Conan and so I don't know what I, I'd be, to be curious
0: like. to know if um the director I, 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 I'm avoiding his name because I can't pronounce like Dennis, like didn Dennis Denny, Denny villain. Den, yeah Denny. whatever DV yep. is what I like to call him um <laughs> the uh, I, I wonder if he's watched the Lynch version I, I'm curious to know what he because Batista in this movie looks an awful lot like those guys at the very beginning that come in with yes. the fish guy like he's going the fish guy I don't even know what he is but they, <laughs> I don't know but, what but they they look like him like yeah. remember they were bald with like the kind of like the thing going on yep. uh yep. so I, I wondered if some, there was some things from that movie that he kind of like took to this movie but i feel like he did i mean he's
1: he's about our age um yeah
0: so when he read the book when he was 12 that would have been
1: right before the actual movie came out so my guess is oh, so he, he probably, probably would
0: have watched it then for sure
1: he probably watched it like billions of times I've, yeah. i'm guessing because that's the only thing that like if he loved the book when he was 12, he would have watched the movie when it came out and probably a bunch of times. So yeah, that's why That's why I don't know like, because there are lines and things directly from, that are exactly the same in both movies. That's what makes me wonder whether they're from the movie or from the
0: book. I don't Pro- know. I, it's probably from the book. Uh, and I'll, I'll just say that I thought Kyle McLaughlin and Timothy Chalamet both did great jobs as the yes. as Paul. Like I yeah. they're both different in like a little bit different different ways, obviously. But um I thought they were both great. Like yep. Tim Shao was I, awesome. I love Tim Show. Yeah, he's uh MacLachlan.
1: <laughs> <And> Kaim, <Kaim-Glaw. laughs> <Kaim-Glaw>. He's, uh,
0: <laughs> he's yeah. good, but the uh no, I thought they were both great. And uh it's uh it was it was I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed both dunes. Yeah. I I thought it was good. So I mean to sum up the original 84 Dune, I just thought it was, it stands, it stands up. As much as people don't like it, maybe there's a bit of a cheese factor to it. I'm not really sure the, the reasonings, but I still, I enjoyed it a lot. Like I still thought it was good. I mean, it, it has, it, it's not without its flaws for sure, but I just enjoyed that movie. Like, yeah,
1: I, I totally agree. It still holds up for me, but I I honestly think that we love it so much because of the nostalgia. I feel like anybody who just jumps in and never seen it before and watches it now will be like like this is like there's but, some but cool you things, you can't you have
0: to look at this movie for, for the ideas and yeah. the like and the vision in it. Like there like yeah. there's so many cool ideas and so many cool looking characters and just different uh, it, the stuff we had never seen before on screen to, in my yes. opinion like oh, at that time it was just so weird that I think, it, like, you've got to look at it from that perspective and say, like, yeah. this is this is a bit groundbreaking for its time, and it yeah. was maybe ahead of its time, and that's why no one got it. And I watch it now, and I actually enjoy it now more than I did back then. Like,
1: yeah, I, I, agree. I, I think I think you're right. I think it was totally ahead of its time. Like, I don't think like some of the stuff that they do in this that movie. I, I don't think any other movie did that. <laughs> yeah. Like even afterwards. Like I just don't know. Like it really for 1984, it was it was pretty spectacular. Like and, and those things still hold up totally yeah. to do.
0: Unfortunately, the story and it uh it's it's just so confusing. And he he packed a lot into an out two and a half hours. I just don't think it resonated with people because it was kind of weird and it was very heavy story-wise, like and it was just I don't think people got it. Um, no. and, and, and they maybe went in expecting like a star wars and it wasn't that yeah so
1: well and part of the problem is that there are a lot of non-english words um like the quiz at Hatterac. and you know there's a lot of words that like y- you've never heard before so it makes it even more confusing because there's all these different houses and different planets and all of these like names for things and so it was an oh, like it was a second language, like another language yeah that, you know so that made it confusing too so you know it is the kind of movie i think both of them are the kind of movie that you have to watch more than once to really get everything that's in there yeah like the whole yeah. story and everything. yeah
0: i totally agree yeah try reading the book because i remember in the book there's a whole glossary at the back of like these words and i had to keep like flipping back and forth yeah. the whole time so uh it's it's just yeah it's 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 heavy source material as far as like just it's it's supposed to be one of the greatest science fiction series of all time, and yeah. it uh, it's just it's a, it's a little tough to read. But it's uh, I, I'm that's gonna be my goal for next year. All right, 2022. My, I'm gonna read Dune. Is,
1: my goal is to order it and put it on the shelf. Perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have got our goals. We're good. Awesome. Well, our <laughs> other goal is just to finish this podcast. And all right, we, let's do that. So we've got our first one done of the new season. We will be back. Uh, we'll actually start planning it right away so we can actually yes. do the, the second, the next episode. Yes. Uh, it should be coming up in like three or four months. Um, no, <laughs> it'll be, uh, hopefully in the next few weeks, we'll like at least a couple weeks or three weeks, we'll, we'll have a new episode coming out. So, uh, so uh, thank you for joining us uh, again. We're on YouTube. We're on uh, all podcasts. Um, everywhere we're, we've got we've got we've got a facebook group we got like okay. a facebook yeah. page yeah. Uh, yeah. which right. we're always managing like we yeah. were on top of things we're putting random things up there every once in a while every every all the time every time we do this i always say the social medias that we have like instagram and twitter yep. i'm going to be posting on those all the time yeah 2022 and- is the year <laughs> i will be actually managing these like I'm gonna, <laughs> every day i'm going to take a, a, a few minutes and post something on them every day Mark his words. I, they are marked. They are a hundred percent marked. Mark this, his words. In fact, this season, I'm gonna, I'm gonna this whole season is gonna be the season of the social media. Nice. So you're gonna All be right. like, oh my god, there's there's a brand new trailer. I'm gonna start tonight with the Star Wars trailer. That's the first <laughs> Perfect. thing. That, I'm Do gonna put it. that up on our Twitter tonight. Excellent.
1: Excellent. All right. I'm Mark Unless I one.
0: forget, then I will not put it on. The, hey, on the right. Twitter, but...
1: and, and that's more likely what will
0: happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for again joining us. It's been a bit. So thank you. And we'll, we'll try to keep some more consistent podcasts. And we will see you next time on Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek. Bye bye.
1: Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner, a Loop and Larry production.
0: Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting
1: larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf.
0: Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh,
1: Captain, my Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.